Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Star Trek, the original series, season 2, episode 3. It's called The Changeling, full spoilers for the episode as always. So, this is an episode about a AI robot thingamajig that is in space, they find and brings on board and seems to want to kill anyone who he deems as imperfect, which is, well, everyone because he's a robot and no one's perfect. Um, it's actually quite a dark start to the episode, because you realise that he has just committed genocide and killed four billion people. Yeah. It's, it's kind of up there. It's pretty extreme. Um, which actually makes the ending of the episode really weird, because, you know, after everything's dealt with at the end, and we have that, cl- you know, the classic ending scene on the bridge, where they're, you know, they have a little joke or something. Like, Kirk's having a proper good little joke. And the joke itself is pretty decent, but... But, but... Four billion people did just die. Yeah, four billion people just died. There, there was just a holocaust of epic proportions. It was three planets full of people all just died, and you're cracking a, a little joke at the end of the episode. It just felt a bit weird. A bit yes, weird. It's, it's a trade Kirk, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, not to say that I didn't like the episode. I thought the episode was pretty decent. Yeah, it's not bad. Some fun ideas in there. Uh, you have this robot nomad who. You know, comes across the show. At first, like, they see it out in space and they try to shoot him and whatnot. Uh, and he eventually comes in and like they track it back. Like Spock's like, looking at the history and stuff. Oh, it was a there's a a probe that went out in the early two thousands uh, to like you know look for you know soil and kind of things like that and sort of prep for colonization later on. Yeah. Um, but it basically what we find out is that later on is that it, it encountered an alien robot of some kind. That it merged with, and it corrupted yeah. it into the, the state where it's uh, it's now looking for the perfect life forms. And anyone who's not perfect, anyone who's seen as an error, which is you know all living things, because we all have faults, uh, he he wants to kill. In fact, the only reason why he doesn't just kill everyone in the Enterprise right away is because Kirk's name is very similar to the person who made him, and because of that, he sees Kirk as his creator, and therefore does listen to his commands up until a point. Yes. Yeah. So that's the episode. How did you feel? Well, t- give me your your thoughts and feelings. I liked Nomad, so it was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought some of the stuff that he, he you know, the, the way people reacted was kind of strange. You know, like the stuff with Uhura and stuff like that. I don't know. Some of it didn't quite work for me, but the the ideological debate kind of thing that went on between him and the crew was was fun. Yeah. Okay. Um. Is there ever the because so. Scotty gets killed, right? Nomad actually kills Scotty and then brings him back to life. And I want to point out that, so, contrary to something I think I said before, that he's the only red shirt who survived the whole thing. Technically, he did die, but he's also the only red shirt who came back after death. So, you know, he's bad, Jesus. Yeah, badass uh, status uh, maintained. But, uh, yeah, Ahura's got a really weird thing. So so he wipes Ahura's mind because cause he hears her singing and thinks that's strange. Like what? And he looks into her head and he's like, oh, it's chaotic in there. Um, and Nella's obviously trying to explain, no, 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 she's, she's a person, you can't just do that. Um, but he's like, no, it's chaotic, like, you know, thoughts and feelings and whatnot. And so Ahura's basically been mind-wiped. And it's like, okay, there's not, nothing actually wrong with her, but all her knowledge is gone. She has to be re-educated. So we see her, like... And again, it's played for laughs, which is kind of weird, where she's, like, she's trying to read different words, and she reads blue, and she's like, bluey? Bluey? Yeah. And it's, like, this little funny moment, and I'm like, I don't know, you're making kind of light of this, because I feel like, at the end of the episode, when, like, McCoy's explaining to Kirk, he's like, 
Oh, she's up to college level now. She should be back on duty within a week. What, really? She's relearning everything she learned in her entire life? Do you know what? Yeah, it kind of, for me, that, like, really undermined Uhura. I was like, isn't she meant to be, like, really good at what she does to be on the Enterprise like this? And, and the, it's just like, nah, I'll take her a week. It's cool. The only way I can see it kind of working and not being a slap in the face to her and just kind of lazy is it's not so much, it's, it's more that she's rekindling everything she's deep down still knows. Right, like, but that doesn't play with what Nomad says. No, he, yeah, he says she's been wiped completely. Right. Um, and, it's, and this is the funny thing, is the next episode, I have no doubt that Uhura will just be acting as if she's not, nothing's ever happened to her. She'll just of be course. the same old Uhura. Uh, I think that was a really weird choice in this episode. It does undermine her, and it, it just it feels so easy and cheap. that. Right, like the Scotty one I, I quite like, because it's like, you know, that's showing Nomad's capabilities. Like, it's showing, you know, that he can, he can just bring people back. There's, you know, like... You get towards the end, and there's, you know, like, we could use Nomad, you know, like, there's potential. But, you know, they obviously, they make the call that too dangerous, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, like, like that stuff with Scotty does set that up. It just shows you just how useful he could be. But then the stuff with Uhura, I just, I don't get it. Nah, it's strange. I think there's maybe some commentary in, on this episode, in this episode, maybe about fascism. Because there's the whole thing where Spock is trying to communicate with it, it's not working, so he wants to main melt. And yeah. Spock, Spock, Kirk makes uh, makes Nomad agree to it, the robot. And so he, he sort of main melts and he's like talking in the robotic voice and saying what he's saying. I think saying. his acting there is fantastic. It's pretty good, yeah. And it keeps going, but eventually it's like, wait a minute, the robot seems to be taking control of him more than anything else now. And like even once he lets go, he's still like saying stuff in a robotic voice and he's still he's being consumed by it. And I think that was like, you know, the the sort of the the pass on of like beliefs like or you know raising someone to be like a indoctrinated person like i feel like it was making some commentary on those kind yeah, of ideas yeah it lasts beyond just the contact the ideas yeah. can live on sort of thing yeah so, so so there is some commentary in there and while these ideas might lead to one or good one or two positive points ultimately it's too dangerous and all these bad things happen as a result i.e. genocide as you know, being being the prime one uh, on display in the episode. So if you're going to make comparisons to all those kind of things, the, you know, the, the parallels are there to draw right. on. Definitely. So, but the way the way this treats it is that this this robot is uh, doesn't understand what he's doing is wrong. He just for for him it's pure logic. Yeah, it's 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 his programming as far as yeah. it's concerned. Like it it doesn't. I mean, and that's the thing. Why should it see what it's doing is wrong? It's it is ultimately a robot. It's doing what. It thinks Kirk told it to do, essentially. Yeah, because ultimately how he defeats the robot is that he, he convinces Nomad that he's imperfect, that he's not supposed to be doing this, so therefore he is an error and he should cleanse himself. Yeah. So Or sterilise, that was the word he kept using. He used to sterilise imperfections, which means to wipe them out. I, I did like that ending, you know, because it, it was... We kept seeing how powerful this thing was, you know, like, mm. it would just take people down, the, the phases did nothing, it had these shields... Spock couldn't even access it without its permission, you know. And then, so it, it made sense it had to defeat itself, almost. Yeah. Yeah, And and, and maybe that does say something that, like, it's like, it's, like for, for a fascist accepting that they aren't perfect and that they're not everything they say they are is kind of, like, the, the end of that belief. Right, it, it kind of, yeah. ultimately their logic can be extended to be used against them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... After all, like 
Hitler's whole thing, he wanted everyone to have like blonde hair, be tall and have blue eyes and be German and he was an Austrian with, you know, brown hair, brown eyes and like so Yeah, right short exactly. as well. So like it, it's like the, the the Hitler parallels are very, very easy in this episode. Yeah. And and that that's kind of it, isn't it? It's the idea that if if it, if they look at themselves and they, they don't fit this image of perfection, then then what's the point in what they're doing? Hmm. Yeah. It's okay. Interestingly, there was no checkoff in this episode. I'm wondering if this was a in production schedule because we know these were produced in a different order they were aired in. Yeah. I wonder if this was produced before the last two, and that's why there's no checkoff. Could be. Could be. Possibly. Um, and I know season one had like the episodes where some of them might not be there, but it felt especially weird because you know he's, he's usually on the bridge next to Sulu. It just kind of felt right. odd that he wasn't just you know even if he had nothing to do, it just wasn't him sitting there. No, uh, it was it was off duty that day. Can't can't be on duty every day. Uh, f- fair, I suppose. Fair. I guess that's fair. Um. No, I mean, I like the start of the episode. It, you know, it felt quite like they're facing this impossible force. I like the kind of mystery at the start where he's like, yeah, there's no life readings on this sector, but that's impossible. There's four billion people down there. Uh, yeah. And I, I liked how Spock was ruling out things. He's like, well, there's no radiation, so there's not been a war. Uh, you know, they, they contacted just a week ago, so it can't be this thing, and it can't be that thing. Like, he ruled out a bunch of things. It's just reading it as if there's no one there, which yeah. makes no sense. Like, I like the mystery building at the start. So that was, Yeah, that was and then good. even when they encounter it, it's like, yeah, there's something out there where it's barren, and it's like, but it's only a, a metre wide, but it weighs like, you know, 500 kilos or whatever it was. And it's like, mm. what is this thing? It, it was quite interesting. Yeah, like, there was some genuine intrigue built. The, the actual floating of the robot was... I didn't miss, like, sometimes it looked okay, sometimes it was kind of goofy. Like, yeah. it, it kind of depended on what it was doing. But uh, I, did, I did like the, when it, when it came onto the bridge the first time, though, and it, like, flew over one of the one of the, the sort of desks, it was like, and everyone just, as they were noticing, it was just kind of staring at it and being like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. That's, I, I like the reactions. I like Nomad's, uh, you know, presenting the ideological affront and, you know, arguing mm. with it in that sense. Its actions were less interesting, yeah, yeah, the actions were a lot weirder, and then, like I say, the the joking around about things at the end felt super inappropriate, given that four billion people are probably... Because after he, he brought Scotty back, I thought, oh, maybe it'll end with them bringing everyone back. Like, they'll somehow find a way for him to revive yeah. everyone that he'd killed, and therefore it'll be, you know, a pretty happy ending. But, yeah, sure, they defeat the robot, but four billion people still just died. Yeah, that's three planets, basically, just died. Yeah. Um, so, and so, you're having a joke about losing a son. Entire civilizations, yeah, and he's making this joke about, oh, he's kind of like my child, I'm, I'm like his mother. Here's right here, he could have been a doctor. McCoy's face when he was like, oh, we could have had a good doctor. <laughs> he was like, how dare you? Yeah, nah, some fun stuff. Uh, so, so yeah, there was some fun stuff in there. There was just some weird elements to it that kind of held it back a little bit. And yeah. then the robot's actions. I definitely enjoyed this more than the last episode. You know, the, Oh, definitely. But... I do think there was some weird things just holding it back a bit that uh, it just couldn't quite reach the heights that I think it maybe could have hit. Yeah, it's it's decent, it's enjoyable, but it's just it's just not quite right, is it? It's just it's just strange. Yeah, a couple of details, uh, and like I say, making light of the whole whole genocide thing uh, doesn't go down well. So, but it's not a bad episode. Like there's some entertainment to be had. So that is uh, 
episode 3 of season 2 of Star Trek. Uh, you can let us know what you think of the episode in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mild underscore fudge for channel updates. If you want to support the channel and get these Star Trek reviews a week early, you can do that over at patreon.com slash TV. But otherwise, guys, that is us. So thank you very much for watching. Keep watching TV. We'll see you next time. Thank you.